2: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. What am I talking about? Of course you've had a good weekend. It's been bloody brilliant. As a weekend goes, Uh, not only have we seen Arsenal win the North London derby, we've seen both Man United get battered. We've seen Liverpool drop points and we've seen some chaotic scenes across the weekend. Uh, It's been a fantastic footballing wise in an English perspective. Uh, Of course, it's not been so special um, on the other side of the world with Indonesia and uh, thoughts certainly are with the thoughts. Uh, with the friends and family of those affected by what has been an absolutely awful event over there. So, as I say, thoughts are with you. But from an Arsenal perspective... Uh, it has been a very good weekend indeed. I hope you're having a fantastic time, people. Let's say good morning to people joining us in the chat box. Matt G, good morning to you, to PJ and Chris. Ah, oh, Chris Davidson uh, joining us in the chat box from Germany. Got a good friend called Chris Davidson. Uh, make sure you don't get his name wrong. Uh, Paul, good morning to you, to Stephen, to Anthony, uh, to Matt G, to Damien and Chris and Rich and Temi and Gunnarate David and Carlton. Good morning, guys. Good morning to everybody else, of course, joining us in the chat box as well. Let's crack on with today's show. It's going to be a slightly shorter show today because I'm actually in the office in London uh, this morning, so I've got a shoot-off to catch a train straight after the show finishes. So... Slightly shorter, but still no less filled with Arsenal goodness. Uh, As always, please do make sure you give us a vote in the FCAs. All the information is in the link in the description. But our first story isn't necessarily a story. It's just the opportunity for you to have a look at what I think is one of the greatest pictures of a North London derby. Kane looking rather annoyed. Granite Jacker standing over him triumphant. No story, just a great picture. If you're watching or listening on audio platforms, I encourage you to come over to YouTube just to give a glance this minute or two into the podcast to have a look at what is a brilliant display of just Arsenal being better and looking down on what is a terrible, terrible football club. Uh, Erling Haaland showed exactly the challenge that Arsenal have if they want to get anywhere close to a title challenge this season after scoring a hat-trick along with Phil Foden in the Manchester derby in which they won 6-3. I was on last night on uh, Lee Judge's TV with Lee... And uh, he was wildly optimistic uh, about the game, saying, of course, that they conceded three. They can be got at. You know, they're just a juggernaut of the sides. And with Erling Holland now in their team, it's uh, quite ridiculous how good they are. I mean, when you consider the fact that he's, re- he's reached three hat-tricks in eight Premier League games, which is like 40 games faster than anyone else that has ever got to three hat-tricks in the Premier League, it's a joke, quite frankly. So uh, we'll have to wait and see if if this indeed does tail off. Haaland does have his history of injuries, so who knows? Maybe we'll get a bit fortunate. <laughs> but uh, all the while Haaland is there, Man City are going to be a hell of a team to try and beat this season. It's going to be a great game, hopefully next year. I think it may be slightly beneficial that Arsenal's game against them was postponed. It gives Arsenal an opportunity to, to kind of keep pace, to keep their wins going, to keep trying to be as, as good as feasibly possible. But, you know, Who's going to beat this Man City team right now? That's the question, because it's going to be a very tricky one to see who could beat them. Uh, Arsene Wenger has, however, tipped Arsenal to be the closest challengers to Man City. He says on being sports, personally, I would put them just behind City, the second-best team to have a good chance to win the Premiership. Man City, at some stage, will focus highly on the UEFA Champions League. Uh, and it is that kind of distraction, and specifically that the fact that Man City... Know that the Champions League is that kind of that cudgel that they still want to go and try and get that there might be an opening in the second half of the season when their focus does certainly start to switch towards that. But uh, <laughs> even then, the challenge I just think is is so significantly tricky for us. I just can't quite grasp the idea of Arsenal challenging with City this season, no matter how good we have been so far. Following Balogun scored again for Hans, um who have been. A very strange side this season. Uh, Someone tweeted me this morning a stat that I had to check because I didn't believe it, that apparently they've had six players sent off in eight games or something mad. Uh, That's crazy. I don't know if Balogun's been taking Arteta's red card policy to to haunt with him, but uh, yeah, very strange. But he's now on six goals in nine matches in their 2-2 draw against Troyes yesterday, but boy, Durons need to stop getting men sent off. They might have actually a chance of picking up more points if they manage to keep 11 men on the pitch, but Balogun is doing absolutely brilliantly and we will be going into more detail statistically and from an expert insight sort of things in our loan breakdown, which we be coming out in the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, Nicolas Pepe, however, has been dropped by Lucien Favre at Nice in the game against PSG this weekend. He decided to opt for Ross Barkley instead of Arsenal's Loney And this comes just over a month after Lucian Favre turned around and complained about a lack of intensity and defensive application from Pepe. It seems that this has finally taken its toll and now the likes of Ross Barkley at Nice are being more lent on than, um, than, than what Pepe is. Look, people can turn around and say that Arteta ruined his career. I don't see it that way. I personally think that he had opportunities, didn't take them when he had those opportunities. We had to put the time and investment into a player like Bakaya Saka, and we absolutely got the benefit of that. And it's just been a big waste of our money, unfortunately. I hope his season improves. I hope he gets better because he needs to come back and earn Arsenal a decent fee. But currently, I just don't see that happening based on what's going on. Uh, with Pepe at the moment uh, and our final story is a transfer one you'll maybe glad to know yeah transfer season still not over Arsenal are being linked with Piero Hincapi uh, who is a player I have absolutely no uh <laughs> no kind of knowledge of at all all I know is that he joined by Leverkusen not so long ago for around five million pounds and is now going to be going for around 22 million pounds it's a left-footed center back that kind of gives you a little bit of an example of what maybe we can expect uh, from the, the market in terms of Arsenal going off to try and find another left-footed centre-back to replace Pablo Murray and compete with Gabriel Magalhaes. Um, but yeah, he moved from uh, Telares, I think. That's how you pronounce it, Telares. um And is now in Argentina. And has then gone to Bayer Leverkusen, just 20 years of age. But uh, yeah, only around £5 million was the fee. But he's expected to be worth closer to £20 million if he was to move. So potentially one to keep an eye on. If these links persist, of course, we'll do a tactical breakdown but maybe it's a little bit unsurprising that Arsenal are being linked with a left-footed centre-back. Anyway, that completes all of today's stories. As I said, only a shorter uh, news section for you guys. We're still going to have the Q&A, so if you want to get your questions in, now is your chance to do that after this quick break. Hey
0: guys, Tom Canton from Laguna Talk here. A massive thank you to everybody that has voted for us in the Football Content Awards. We have been nominated for the Best Club Content Creator in the Premier League to vote. And yes, we still need your votes because after being nominated, we now need to push through to try and get even further than the third place that we got last year. To do that, you can go over to the Football Content Awards website. You scroll down the page and you can find at the bottom of that little link that says Voting Page. You go down to the Best Club Content Creator category and select the the Talk. after you've done that scroll down to the bottom of the page click vote now and it's all locked in you can also vote on Instagram we're going to the FCA's Instagram page find the best club content creator Premier League category and tag at the Guna Talk in that profile and lastly you can also vote on Twitter just go to www.votefortgt.com and it will create the tweet for you. it's as simple as that a massive thank you to everybody who's already voted and for those that are going to we really appreciate it come on, you do this
2: Okay, then let's jump into the chat box and see what you guys have got to ask. Uh, Marcus says, sorry, was a little late. Did you do another review of Saturday's match? How important does this make the match at their place? Yes, you, we did. We did a show uh, after the game at five, five o'clock on Saturday. If you want to go and check that one out, Marcus. But in short, it makes the game at Spurs... Of course, there's less pressure on it in the sense that we've won this one. So, you know, we've got one over them already this season. But the pressure on the away game at Spurs is it's a opportunity to make a statement. It's an opportunity to show progress because we've not won there since 2014. And Arsenal need to make sure that they get a result away from home at Spurs in the league to show that level of progression. The same way that the opportunity for us against Liverpool is another example of how we can show progress in a sense of a fixture. We've done it in a number of fixtures already this season, beating Palace away from home, being Brentford away from home, getting results against sides that perhaps have taken points off other teams this season like Villa and Fulham. You know, we've made sure we've got the points when we needed to get them. And ultimately, it's led us into the position that we find ourselves in now in the league. Um, Let's jump forward to Tom, who says, uh, if Arsenal make the Champions League next year, how do you think they will fare against European elite it will depend upon, of course, the signings that we make after qualifying for the Champions League. That's going to be a big bonus in terms of competing in that competition. But Arsenal, I think, have got a great opportunity to go up against some of the best sides. We will know how good Arsenal are by going up against Liverpool this weekend, by going up against Manchester City in the second half of the season, and Chelsea, of course, a little bit later on in November. But absolutely... Uh, it's going to be a chance to, to face some real challenges and I look forward to it I really want to see Arsenal back in the Champions League I've missed that music I haven't heard it since 2016 which is quite ridiculous so fingers crossed we can hear that chance chance just anthem I suppose is a better word uh back in the Emirates Stadium because it's definitely needed um Zach says, Evan Ndika is available for free next summer. 22, left-footed French. Is he French? I think he is French, yeah. And can play left-back as well. This is the type of profile that we should be looking at for a backup in that position. Maybe one that we could look to if we are looking to save a bit of money, but I'm sure there'll be no shortage of suitors going after him interesting he's not signing you do I wonder why I'd have to do a little bit more research in and around that uh, Ronald says if we get Champions League and Chelsea don't would you go for Nkunku could he work with Jesus interesting that David Ornstein this morning reporting that apparently a pre-contract agreement has indeed been signed between Chelsea and and Nkunku. I don't know if there's any kind of clauses in that whether Chelsea miss out on Champions League football. It's always been reported in Germany that Nkunku wants a minimum Champions League football next season. So if Chelsea don't get it, whether that changes things, we'd have to wait and see. But he is a hell of a player and it would be a big signing. But it could be a good one for Arsenal to move for if it is indeed possible, if we are to oust Chelsea from a Champions League spot um ian says how many goals of this chat box think harland will score in the premier league if he's available for three quarters of the season also will city walk the league city did not even play in second gear that game it's scary i think for me harland should be targeting 25 plus premier league goals minimum he's already on what 11 maybe potentially more than that um i think 14 maybe uh, 14 Premier League goals. <laughs> it's a joke, quite frankly. Um, so, yeah, he should easily be targeted maybe even 30-plus Premier League goals this season. Uh, Matt G says, I've read that Ren want Balogun. How much do you think he's worth if he keeps up this level of performance? Do you think we would sell? Um. Yeah, I do think we would sell if we got the right price. The club love Balogun. You know, they rate him very, very highly, but they have renewed Eddie and Ketti's contract for a long period of time. Balogun's on a high wage, around £40,000 per week. Yeah, scary how high that is considering he's barely played a senior minute of football for Arsenal. But um, we do need to be better at selling. We do need to be considering offers for players that might might not necessarily get into the Arsenal first team. But let's just keep a track of how he gets on uh, continually in France, as we will, because he might be worth significantly more. But I, I estimate around £25 million is what he'd probably be worth if he has a really strong season. I know that might seem low for a lot of people, but you have to consider the fact that Arsenal's reputation in selling has been very, very poor. And that does come into things. Uh, let's go to Stuart says, do you agree with Wenger? Liverpool and Chelsea look shaky. Spurs too defensively and United are way too fragile. We have to be next favourites after City. Um, let's have a look at the 538 websites, which, of course, the website that use predicted algorithms to try and work out um, where teams might finish in the league. And what they do is, is they have a Premier League prediction table based upon everything that's happened so far. So Arsenal are second in their prediction league. Uh it says that win the Premier League, City have 71%, Arsenal have 10%, and Liverpool have a 10% chance as well. In terms of qualifying for the Champions League, Arsenal's is 67% compared to Liverpool's 46. Chelsea have a 40% chance of making it. Man United just 25% right now. Newcastle 11 percent which is the next highest and it goes down to the threes and ones and less than ones towards the bottom of the table um but yes arsenal look at this moment in time to be second favorites um behind uh manchester city they have a better defensive rating than liverpool but still a worse eff- offensive rating than liverpool but i think that is probably stat padded by the fact that they won that big game against bournemouth so it makes sense that we are second in line um based upon how we've started. But I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. I do want to start just focusing on the next game. For me, that's the most important thing. Um, Pratesh says, do you think there's enough squad depth until January? If everybody that we have right now stays fit, then yes. But that's a big if. And we are missing some key players like Smith-Rowe and Elneny in terms of depth. I know not in terms of starting, but certainly in terms of depth, we're missing them. And Tierney and Partey just seem like they could snap at any moment. Could Zinchenko as well? Um If we lose one of our front three, Martinelli, Sack, or Jesus, that's a big, big damage to us. I hope things improve a lot. Uh, Let's go to uh, Martin, who says, did anyone watch the Hybrid Squad post-match show Magic Mike was on and he had definitely celebrated hard, drunk as a skunk. (laughs) Unsurprising that Mike was in that condition. I haven't yet watched it back. I've been very busy, but I will definitely, definitely uh, be watching that back without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Louis says, if we go far in the Europa League, which we should, I think injuries may affect us being able to title challenge. Top four is a must, but I think we may struggle to challenge seriously. Still, though, could get second or third. Uh, Culture Marks says, Tom, great show as always. Thanks, mate. My first time live. Thanks for joining in and welcome. Uh, what's your view on the Liverpool game this week? My view is that it's a massive statement and an opportunity for Arsenal to really kind of put a marker down. Liverpool can be got at. We've seen that this season with the goals they've conceded, but they are still dangerous and we need to be on it defensively. But At home, I want to see us approach this game the same way we approach the, the Spurs game. Dominant on the attack and trying to get a victory and really kind of put the swords to Liverpool if we can. It's a great chance. I really think we've got a good opportunity to do it. Um, sorry for the slightly condensed and shorter show today. As I said, I'm in the office in London uh, shortly, so I need to shoot off to catch my train. Um, but I hope you have enjoyed this morning's show. I'll be back tomorrow morning, of course, as always. I'll be back... Hopefully at 10 a.m. this morning in the office um, for an Arsenal Way show. Potentially not. We need to book out a meeting room to make sure it can happen. Uh, and I'll also be live tonight over on the Arsenal Way. If you want to watch back Lee Judge's TV show from last night, I was also on there with Sophie, Dan and Lee. So do go listen back to that as well. Plenty of content to get yourself sunk into on a Monday morning. I hope you have a fantastic start to the week. I hope you can go in and gloat to your off your friends about the fat Arsenal are top of the table. I certainly will be my boss is a Spurs fan. Anyway, I will see you again very, very soon. Have a fantastic day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute